What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Valea. Bringing you another episode to my fiery diary. I'm titling this one, Transformer. And here's a funny story. I remember this dream I had. (laughs) I told it to a friend trying to get... um, Understanding because I've never had this dream before, but in my dream, it's like I had transformed into a dog and I was living life as a dog, and time felt different. The joy that I was feeling felt different just from playing with the ball and playing with my human. And I watched the pet story. And then the pet story, too, and I just laughed and laughed because, (laughs) bitch, I was really a dog. (laughs) I live for dreams. You ever want to talk about dreams? You can hit my email up, myfierydiary.com. We can exchange stories. I have stories for days when it comes to dreams. But let's transition back into the episode that I wanted to title, Transformer. I wanted to start off on a light-hearted mood. And this is going to be an episode of my current state of mind, my current emotional state, and my current vibrational state, energy. I had to learn that everything was about energy. And with energy, we can become transformers. We can transform. The highlight that I want you to take away from this episode is it is possible to transform. Once you push past the fear, once you push past all of your hangups and you find that inner healing, if you sometimes you even have to move demographically to open you up energetically. It happens. Some of us aren't afforded that opportunity, but if you can travel, my dear, what are you waiting for? Go out and see the world. Go see the world. See the many possibilities. There's so much for us to be. But also, stay in tune with that inner you. Like that comedian Cat Williams said, you're a star player. That's who you are. You can go anywhere in the world, but if you are not with you, you're always going to feel lost. Transformation. When we hear transformation, we think of metamorphosis, the way a caterpillar makes himself into a cocoon and comes out a butterfly. But have you ever questioned... The transformation of the mind, the body, the spirit, the emotional being, energy. Have you ever asked yourself, why do I keep telling myself I want to do this, but I don't do it? Have you ever saw someone and wondered, man, don't she see what she's going through? Why she don't change? Why she don't just stop doing that? Why he just want to be a fuckboy for the rest of his life? 
<laughs> Let's laugh, people. Yes, life is serious. There's a lot of learning. There's a lot of transformation. But laugh, laugh, my loves, laugh. It's important. The first transformation that kicked off to my healing and my overall well-being, I would have to say, is deciding and realizing in my mind that the transformation I was seeking, the healing that I was seeking, the mental state of mind that I was seeking, the emotional relief that I was seeking, the only help that I could truly count on was the help for myself. I had to transform my perspective. I had to open myself up outside of the society's expectations and things that are taught to be truth, but eventually we come to face to face with the truth and we realize that it was all a lie. I had to face myself in the mirror and tell myself, okay, I'll help you. I had looked and looked and looked and looked and looked and looked for help. I had looked and looked and looked for help. Maybe I wasn't asking the right questions. Maybe I wasn't explaining myself right. Maybe my expectations weren't quite right. I wanted an instant fix. I wanted a miracle. I wanted like how Jesus touched that woman that had been bleeding for 18 years. Well, actually, she touched the tail of his garment. I wanted to touch Jesus's garment. I wanted that power to just take over me. And that's the kicker. You hear about these miraculous things in the Bible. And a lot of people look to religion when it comes to healing. And religion serves its purposes if used in the right context. But when I heard that story, it just gave me hope. Like, oh, shit, I've been bleeding. I've been fucking bleeding. My mind has been fucking bleeding. These words are stabbing me in my back. My emotions are suffocating me. I feel like I'm drowning. And I read that story, and I said, that's that's what I need. That's what I need. But... I recently made a post on my Facebook and I went into um, talking about, actually it was a screenshot of a message that this guy that I'm dealing with, um, we love each other, but a lot of the times you can love someone that has been a conduit for true love. Like you know that there's true love there, but then you realize that the the person's nature and their character as they are is not truly in line with that true love that you felt and so that's why i feel like a lot of the a lot of ways we find ourselves sticking to connections because we felt that love and we know that love is real and that's how i felt about jesus I felt his love. I felt that healing. I felt that power. I felt that miraculous energy go through me that day at church as I was crying on my knees, begging for
for Jesus to just walk by me. You don't even have to touch me. You don't have to do anything else for me, Jesus. Just let me touch your garment. Let me touch you so I can get this healing. I've been bleeding, Jesus, please. And in my post, I talk about, because the guy said, I said, he said, what do I need to do? I want this. I said, you need to recognize that you need healing. And he said, I know I do. Help me. I said, How, what can I do to help you? And he said, I don't know. Show me some magic healing or something. And I said, magic isn't going to heal you. Paying someone to do a spiritual practice isn't going to heal you. You have to heal you. And in the post caption, I said that there is not a get out of healing free card. And I had to experience that to really understand that that truth holds so much weight. If we can look at people and love them unconditionally, but still be real with them and say, hey, man, you need to heal. I'm not going to tolerate this disrespect. I'm not going to tolerate your projection. I'm not going to tolerate your accusations. I'm not going to tolerate you seeing me through your filtered perspective. Open yourself up. Allow another perspective in. But ultimately, in order to see clearly, got to fight for your own healing. And that's the power of transformation. That's the power of being able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, you know what? I really been a transformer, transforming through this shit. Alchemist, alchemy. Taking what is and making it something better for you. If you've listened to any of my um, previous episodes, then you know. I did not come from anything. There was no inheritance. There was no land. There was no house. There was just my grandfather who had always picked cotton for pennies a day. There was my grandmother who worked so hard to be in line with her spirituality, to cook and nurture her family. And there was my mother and there was my father my mother uneducated, not being able to use a, use a skill to make money. My father graduated high school, but as soon as he impregnated my mom with all of us, he was in jail and stayed there for 26 years. We didn't have him at all. I do not come from nothing. Healing is not a privilege transforming is not something that people with money can just do you can reinvent yourself you can become brand new and like the saying I'm going to always refer back to um, scripture because I do love scripture there are certain parts of scripture that I still carry with me to this day Isaiah 30 41 is one of them it's tattooed on my back but 
there was a scripture that I tried to cling to. It said, anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. And I couldn't make it make sense. I just couldn't. No matter how I tried to wrap my brain around it, I couldn't make it make sense. How can I be new? How can I be new? And I did. I transformed. I transformed into a Holy Ghost-filled, Jesus-loving saint. I was a fucking angel. I stopped doing everything. I turned to religion because I knew I needed healing. I knew that I needed to stop doing the things that I was doing. But it never connected to me that I needed inner healing in order to stop doing those things. So I ran. I ran to religion. I ran when someone said, you need Jesus. I was like, you're right, I do. I do need Jesus. <laughs> and um, I was 23 years old. I was, tw- I was going on 23. No, actually, I was 23 years old. When I went to my first Sunday service, it was my birthday. And I was born on a Sunday. So it kind of it felt significant to me. Only I was able to transform into everything that I knew God would like. But at night, when I was alone, dealing with these demons, the masturbation, even without doing the drugs or having sex, just the, the thoughts, the dreams that I was having the the pain, the hurt, the begging every night, quoting that scripture, he who flees from the devil will will um I forgot how it goes. Basically if you run from sin, you're gonna overcome. And I had did that. I had I got away from my people, I got away from the influences that were around me. I had like completely dived into the church and, and they took me in and they helped to rehabilitate me in a sense in a sense yes but I never got down to that true inner child healing that I needed it was always oh forget the former things do not dwell on the past Um, it was always your feelings are your body and you are not your flesh it was always you're more than your feelings you have to be in control of your feelings and when you're a feeler like me with such strong emotions you can't say you're you're more than your emotions or you have to be in control of them. You have to learn how to use them to your advantage. Crybabies. Those are powerful people. The energy they carry inside them. It's, it's not that they're too sensitive. It's that they're so strong. That they can be sensitive. Now... I don't want to keep this too long, so already going off for 15 minutes, but reach out to yourself. One of the things that I did when I first got that inner child healing transformation is I looked up things. I'm an investigator, naturally. I'm an investigator. I'm a researcher. I like to know about things. So when I, when someone said to me at a prayer meeting, and they were praying to me, And I just busted out crying because all the things that was in my head, all the things that was going on in my life, and I couldn't talk to anyone about it. I was just so scared. I was so nervous. I was anxious. I was was traumatized. And so when this lady started praying for me and I felt her love, I, I was 
overwhelmed like the energy in my body that I have been trying to repress and tell myself it's okay it's okay it's okay don't don't you don't have to feel that you don't have to feel that you don't have to feel that it could it came over me and my whole body got hot everyone put their hands on me my whole body was shaking and I started crying uncontrollably and I remember after she got done and she was like I love you so much I love you so much but your inner child is crying and she needs you she needs you to be there for her right now and I have something that can help you got a little emotional there (laughs) cause I relive moments but I also relive emotions I remember how I was feeling I remember feeling her love I remember my eyes opening like what what are you talking about my inner child what is I had come to hate that part of me that didn't do what I said that didn't listen to everyone else that was so fucking rebellious I had come to hate her I had come to blame her for everything so when she said inner child that immediately opened my eyes because I was like what no like I love kids (laughs) And so I started the process. My baby is crying, so let me wrap this up. I started the process of the inner child healing. And um, I was able, you know, to get more tips on healing and self-healing and self-help. And one of those those tips that I want to leave you with is journaling. Journaling. Writing down when you feel emotional. What are you feeling? How is it? What are you thinking? Is there any specific memories that it pulls you back to? Um, I was instructed to write a letter from those memories, from those hurt places, a letter to my inner child, and then a letter from my inner child. That way I could start to build a relationship within myself, a positive, loving, nurturing relationship. Not the relationship that I had been conditioned to have, which was filled with self-hate and discouragement and fear and insecurities. If you're listening, I just want to say I'm not a professional therapist. I do not have an education to be able to diagnose or to be able to instruct. I simply am sharing from my own personal experience. And if you can relate in any way, if the things that I'm offering as advice are not helpful, I please, I urge you to reach out and seek help. Whether it be through therapy, a counselor, a trusted friend or family, you deserve to be that transformer. You deserve to transform your life into any way you see. Possibilities are limitless. When you get that healing and when you find out who you are and the purpose behind everything that you've gone through. Okay, y'all, Rainy calling for me. So let me end this with I thank you for your support, your love, your shares, your listens, your comments, your reviews. Everything is appreciated. With much love and peace, it's your girl Vallejo with My Fiery Diary. Tune into the next episode. Appreciate you. I want to go ahead and introduce my poetry onto my podcast because 
it has been something that's always been a part of me. I um, I found a poem that kind of goes to the theme of my podcast, so I did want to share that here. I'm going to be reading my poem I titled Vicious Cycles, and I wrote this on March 22nd, 2015. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Time passes and it's right back to the block. They couldn't understand even if they tried. Outsiders looking in, no idea, can't comprehend. The streets scream cries spoken in another language. Only the natives have the tongue, straight gutter and savage, enslaved by the mindset. Blinded by hatred, we played right into their hands, best secret ever kept. Teach them how to kill each other, so when they take from one another, we can just add it to our plunder. Corporate jocks now fear the monsters they created. I can see the love in their eyes faded. My people stuck believing the lie that it's the only way to make it. Prisoners in a system designed for devastation. Caught up in the street life. Doing the crime just to survive. Do they know how hard it is to live beneath that line? Where the schools fail our children and zero tolerance policies make criminals out of babies. No understanding, no mercy, but they sit on TV. Publicizing the injustice of our country. With bloody hands, they plan the corruption, but the suppression of our power and the limitations set before us prove to be minor obstacles to conquer as we decide to rise from the ashes. We can rid ourselves of their restraints and take back our power. Remember our former glory, where we raised our daughters to be queens and our sons kings when we walked with dignity and honor. We will not bow down to suffering today, no. Today, we fight for our tomorrow. I wrote this because I always have been passionate about the injustice of the hood. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed.